Yo. Hello, hello. All right, guys. Welcome to the Truth vs. World podcast. I'm Jabari, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Um, today, we'll be hitting on some meaty topics that hopefully you have ears to hear and share with others. If not, you can definitely just close the app. All right. All right. So, first thing we want to talk about is faith versus works. Um... I'll actually start start on this one because okay. my brother is what made me think of this. Okay. <laughs> um, he was talking about basically giving to charity. And it's my belief that you shouldn't like need to tell other people what you're giving to what. Nope, not at all. And like, do you want, it's like, why do you want credit? Like, yep. you shouldn't need that. And then his point was like, I'm doing this because of Jesus. Like, if it was just me as a person, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that kind of says a lot about you as a person. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just didn't agree with so that I, philosophy. I, I get to, to one, like, I get what he's saying in the sense of, um, you know, I suck. So I'm only doing it because, you know, it's something that the Lord don't put on my heart to do. Cause I, I think that way about a lot of things. It's a lot of things that I feel like, uh, I'm not necessarily supposed to do or or things that I, I guess I like to do or I don't know. It could be either way. But when I follow Christ, he showed me a better way. But naturally, my natural self always wants to do the sinful thing. Right. And that's my old man nature that I have to put away and I have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So in that right. sense, if he's if he attacking it in that way, I can see it. But yeah, maybe he is. I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> but like. To the point of truth versus works, like yeah. it's you know the the truth of, the truth about it's faith. You have to have faith to believe in Jesus, and that allows you to basically get the grace that you need. Because by yourself as a as a person, like you're basically screwed because you're yeah. never going to be able to do enough works. Yeah, to make up, e- to even make up for that original sin, like exactly. let alone all the stuff you're doing. So, exactly, all the sin that you got going on. Yeah, I agree. I definitely like, agree with that. I don't think they made an app for you know calculating. Okay, I did this much sin today. This is how much I have to work <laughs> out to like work Could it off. Could you imagine if they if they ever somehow made an app <laughs> to calculate sin? Like, how many sin calories did I eat today? First of all, I don't even think that a, a, a technology has the capability. Right. It's always going to try to be, It's it would always want to, you know, try to give you the benefit of the doubt. But that's neither right. here or there. Plus, um, it says in the Bible that God views all sin the same. Like, he's not, he doesn't have a little chart that says, well, this is worse than this, so... I'm only going to yeah. punish them this much. No, it's all the same. Like it's For all sure. Because he all definitely di- talk about punishing them all. I think there's some that are more heinous to him. But I do. But like they, he's going to punish them all. all. They all get in the same result. Right. So in that sense, that's how I see it. I see like because obviously it's a reason why, um, you know, rape is different than just somebody getting punched. Like a different right. type of sexual assault is different than physical assault because there's more to it. Like, right. you know, I think there's obvious, you know, heinous things, but, you know, but uh, to your point about the um the charitable deeds not um, doing anything, we got Matthew 6, 3 here, 
It says six, three, six, um, three and four says, but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I think you get way more blessings um, when you're not telling everybody what you're doing. It's one thing to, you know, uh, sharing a testimony real quick of, you know, the Lord don't let me to do this or I'm doing this to help these people. You know, you're talking to other believers, but not to I'm not about to make a video about me going going to where I'm going and, and helping people who need charity. I'm not right. I don't need to make a video about. I'm going to get this person this this much amount of money and and they're going to be moved to tears and I don't need to make a video about that. Right. <laughs> but all right, so let's go with next topic we have oh, woke culture versus <laughs> woke culture versus currency I think I have down here. <laughs> oh no, there there's like a what I meant by when I said currency like there's a certain currency you get if you act woke enough. So it's like Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. Go ahead. Explain that to us. So basically, you know, we live in a like what I'm what I mean by woke is basically like the super liberal uh you know LGBTQ like offended by everything, even things that they weren't offended by last Tuesday, they are today the cancel culture, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's basically a very oppressive uh, system that's empowered by social media because you, yeah. can get, you can get on that keyboard and say anything. <laughs> you can. And you think, like, what are they going to do? But then what ends up happening is they go back into your tweets from five years ago <laughs> and then take out of context what you were talking about, and then they that's cancel absolutely you. True. That's absolutely true. And, 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 oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Usually the people that act the most woke are the ones that have the most skeletons in their closet. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> so it's, I, just, oh, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. You hitting on some good notes. Yeah. It's just kind of where this society is at now. And in my opinion, it's why this society is disintegrating now. Like there's no, like people always want to talk about unity. But then you say, okay, yeah. to, to unify with this other group, are you going to give up X, Y, and Z? Oh, of exactly. course not. Exactly. The other side is the same thing. Because to unify, whether but, that, you know, you have to give up yeah. something, you have to compromise. Yeah, no, but it's like, do that. it's like people don't even go that far with their groups. All right, so the main groups we have are white, the, mm-hmm. uh, the white guilt groups, the black victimhood, which is, it's just what they make, they putting us in these general categories. We got feminism and we got the um, the LGBTQ movement. I hope I got them letters in sequence right. Well, there's, but, a, you know, <laughs> they got like, they add like letters every day. So it's like, what I know, I know. Okay, so with that, it's like, I for one, with the, with the um, LGBTQ community, I feel so... I, it sucks that you know they have forced it in their mindsets that they're born gay, and that since they're born gay, then there's nothing they can do about it. It's like they not. It's like we all are born what we are. Like you, if you, if that's just what your thing is that you attracted to the same sex, that's just your sin that you personally have to get over. 
if I if so and into the same degree, if I'm sitting up here saying I was born an adulterer and I just cheat on my wife all the time, but that's just the way God made me. So who am I to try to change who I am? Am I supposed to join a group to to make myself feel better about the fact that I'm 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 a habitual adulterer? The Bible says all the sexual immorality will go into the uh, will not make it into the kingdom of heaven. So I mean. Well, I don't I, I don't know why I, I wish that these churches, these churchianity wouldn't tell people that that's just a one big sin, but they don't attack everything else. Because now you got a big group of uh, people uh, who don't want to change their sexual orientation. They don't I mean, don't want They don't want to change their how they view the idea of sex. They don't want to change to understand that there is is just a relationship between a man and a woman. And there's a covenant behind that if you just actually look into it. Right. But, well, but it, yeah, you got go ahead. It goes to show too, like, you know, if somebody's gonna be gay and they're they're an adult, like as Christians, we believe in that, no, but not no, everybody yeah. is a Christian. So, but if you're the gay guy, why am I automatically categorized as the same as like the trans guy and the guy who believes right, in being right. a pedophile? Like, right. it's like, right. if I'm them, I'm like, no, bro, I'm not supporting pedophiles and I'm not yeah. supporting changing my gender. Quit grouping me with them. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Plus, there, I could definitely see that. There's also a thing where, like, they use you until they can't use you anymore. Like, they use the gay people to get the, the gay marriage. And it's like, okay, you're not useful anymore. In the garbage you go. Now we're on yeah. to the trans people, and they're always going to cast you into the garbage when they're done with you. That's so true. And I, and I, you know, I, I saw that, that video, uh, I think we talked about it last week, how they did Rand Paul. It's just so crazy that um, that woman, they was really trying to attack Rand Paul for what he, all the things that he was saying. But if you really do do research and you see majority of people that switch genders wish they didn't do it. And that like is, that is woman in the biggest quotes ever. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> that is woman. That is a woman in the biggest quotes ever. What you mean? Like just, <laughs> just look at him. Like clearly, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, you didn't go with the expensive package on the surgery. The expensive. <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, I think it's harder for men to switch than it is for females to switch. Because I'm just saying, Cause, like, you know, yeah. I support being the whole transgender thing. But if you're going to do it, at least try to do it like well. Like, yeah, good. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, no, if you're trying to be the dude or going from man to woman, like, let's be for real. That's going to be a, a long road to hoe if you're like, you know. <laughs> You, oh, what do they call that? Uh, you know, if you're short and stocky and like, you know, have a five o'clock shadow all the time. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like no, yeah. no dude is ever going to think you're attractive if you have those features. Not like, even that, but all, all of us, I don't know about the younger generation, but all of us like people and we only in our 20s and 30s, all of us, we know when we looking at a man or a woman. Right. <laughs> And that's just period. Like, we know. But, um, all right, let's hit the next one. Oh, this is a good one. Women saved through childbirth, uh, according to 1 Timothy 2.15. So let's just read this real quick. Um, 
For Adam was formed first. So let's get started at 13. 1 Timothy 2, 13 through 15. And if y'all got y'all Bibles, I would definitely advise y'all to read this because you don't want to just listen to people uh, say things uh, or say verses. That's how you get tricked. You got to actually follow along in your Bible. Uh, but for 13 says, for Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into the into transgression. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbirth if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. What's your takes on that, man? Uh, my take on that is that uh, women, you know, they are very uh, externally driven and that they, they need a lot of support and they need a lot of, you know, like if you got a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, like they want to be told they're beautiful. They want to, they want that constant, you know, support and reassurance. And I mm-hmm. think uh, it says their, their salvation is through childbirth because when they have that kid, it like something triggers for them. Like, wow, now there's something in this world that's like more important than myself and how I feel yeah. like I got to take care of this child and like raise them up to, you know, yeah. be able to survive in this world. And I think it just, it changes them. And it, it I think it, it, that's such a good perspective. It, bro, it, cause... Yeah. The childbirth broadens their horizon and view of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Um, men on the, uh, well, okay. So how do you think men, what, what do you think? How do, how can you put men into that? I think, you know what I mean? Well, it's like looking at, how like the man is more the protector and the provider and the woman these are general categories but as the nurturer so if a man has a woman he can provide for and he can protect her but the woman for the whole family right the woman is never going to nurture the man like they're going to nurture a child now the man is also supposed to teach the child and so both both obviously have a role like you know yeah but I think both, like, it's not like men aren't narcissistic, too, but I think men and women are narcissistic about different things. Like, the yeah. man is, like, narcissistic about, oh, like, how much money do I make? Like, am I a good provider? Like, yeah. you know, that the woman is more like the looks and am I taking care of my family, you know, at home? Yeah, yeah, at home, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's, like, it's so crazy seeing this generation because both tend to not care you got men who are either just completely absent or they don't they don't have they don't teach their children any courage to stand up for anything they're supposed to believe in and you got women who just completely want to be like well it's hard being a mom in a in a in a in a um in a full-time employee or something like that and they try to if they try to put their worth They'll try to add their work. So it's like men will diminish their roles. And it's like women try to add on to their roles by saying or talking about how much money they provide. It's such a weird dynamic how the world and the media and really Satan overall has really just twisted everyone's mindset. Well, it really. (laughs) And and that goes that goes to the point of the narcissism where. And I'm not saying this is all women. I'm saying this is the almost the meme of what they want the woman to be like the yeah. the superwoman that can do everything. And then yeah, and I'm talking about the same thing for the men, right? Yep. And so now they tell that that they feed into the narcissism that you know people yeah. do have. So it's like, oh well, 
I, I got, I'm carrying the whole world on my shoulders. So, you know, <laughs> like if I ever mess up anything, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm, dra- yeah, I'm sure. dragging the wagon. <laughs> I never, like, I never understand that going back to the, um, the walk culture, the woke culture before, um, from the time before, like black victimhood, it's like, that's why growing up the way I grew up is why I just don't follow politics because I had to see, um, one of my parents, really mainly my father just be so happy. We had everything that we could ask for. We wasn't always, um, like we had some very, some cold nights sometimes, <laughs> literally, but I mean, we had everything we could ask for. I don't know why I would still be in this mindset to be saying, they holding us back. They holding us back. And and it's 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 just victimhood, bro. Like I just I just don't comprehend like I can't do it. I don't comprehend why or how you can say that you are being held back, but you have everything that you could ask for and that things that most people don't have. Right. Well it's kinda like, you I know. Just, it's is uh like the slavery thing, like when they freed the slaves, it's like yeah, that's great, but it's like for the for the slave that was that dude who was like, you know, okay, you're free. Like in his head, it's like now what? <laughs> like, yeah, some is definitely gonna be like that for sure, absolutely. Like, what are we gonna do now? Right. What are we gonna do now? And I think it's an interesting dynamic that um <laughs> that the civil rights movement was a whole shift of a mindset. It made whereas. Um, the black culture, black people, they were building for their own up until that point in time. They was just it's just different cultures living in one society, right. I guess. And 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 white people have their thing. They say no colors or whatever, whatever. But then black people would adapt and do their thing. But then you get Martin Luther King that comes along and, and the civil rights act. I, sh- I mean, the civil rights movement, I should say, in general, who they start demanding equality. From their they're quote on pro oppressors, right. but they had their own stuff. Not saying things like uh, the burning of Black Wall Street didn't happen, things like that. Yeah, that's gonna happen. But I mean, you building a nation. I mean, shoot, even when even our, our even our country in general, when they was first trying to start out, Britain was giving them like they was they was doing them dirty. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's always gonna be like that. But to just be, we want to uh, like us as a nation, we didn't just sit up here and say. We want equality. We start making our own moves and we did what we had to do as a country. And I feel like that's the civil rights movement really it was good and bad at the same time. Cause it brought awareness to a lot of white homes that black people were getting treated bad, but they you can switch you can when you put fear or show like the abuse to somebody, if you put that in their head, you can almost like definitely like uh how can i say like um make a mindset go a, sp- a right. certain way for lack of a better you know what i'm saying like you can make someone start thinking a certain way and i just think that's what they right well with to me i was I thinking mean, about this earlier today um i think we've talked about it before but that like uh black people will talk about police brutality and i'm not saying it doesn't go on to some extent but i would also mm-hmm. say I've known black people where they're telling their kid to be afraid of the police, to disrespect yeah. them, to not cooperate because they're your enemy. And it's like, when you put that in a kid's head, what do you think they're going to do? Like, Right, right. So for me growing up, 
And it, my dad was even a police officer. For me growing up, my dad was always like, you be respectful. He didn't, he didn't, my, see, my family didn't have the narrative or the side of disrespect them. My family was big on shut your tail up, right. <laughs> put your hands on the wheel, say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You answer every question, you be respectful, you do what you can do because you never know what's going on in somebody else's head. And at the same time, the society that we live in, you know, they might see you as less. And if they see you as less, they just going to do what they will. Because the fact of the matter is that does happen, but it doesn't, the fatality behind that does not happen as much as, as, as they push it into the media. It happens right. though. It's important to know that it happens because a lot of people don't understand that it happened. It happens, but most of the time, you can avoid these things by just doing the right thing. Sometimes, it just, it, it, do the do what you're supposed to be doing. Right place, right time, right uniform. That's what I used to be. <laughs> That's what I used to say well, when I was in the army. Let, right let's place, right time, that right a little bit. I think part of why the there's people that think it doesn't happen at all is because the other side is so extreme, saying that it happens constantly. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. the other the side that says it thinks it isn't happening looks at actual factual data and it like they'll yeah. the, the side that says yeah. it is happening goes oh this is happening every day in america and then it'll be like yeah, in yeah. 2020 yeah. like there were 10 altercations 13. between the cops and yeah. black people. <laughs> so it's like, that that result in a, in a fatality yeah and it's and it's it'd be like 10 13 people and, and it are really i should say right. unarmed black people but they really start trying to group like like the jacob blake shooting and i'm pretty sure even jacob blake, if i remember correctly jacob blake even said he if he could go back he wouldn't have right. did what he did if i remember correctly and, and i'm glad that he had he was honest enough right. to say that and it wasn't so driven like oh yeah i'm gonna I'm try to ride this wave with the culture it's just because i mean you cannot if we if, if i'm a black man and i know that you know or my opinion or my idea is that they look at me as lesser and that's what I believe. And that's what I know. Then I'm not going to put an officer in a headlock. Then when they all got their gun aimed at me with my, with my children in a car, I'm not going to then walk all the way around the car (laughs) and then open the car door and then look like I'm reaching in or take something out of my, 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 my pocket or whatever. It like, it's not, it's not smart. Now that's not to say that that cop, uh, was cool for or them cops was cool for letting loose in his back like that because yeah, you got you got to look but at it. at the you same time, the cops' perspective though, like they don't know what he's pulling out. They don't know what you're pulling out. Yeah, because they see crazy stuff all the time. That's that's one thing that I don't think people take into consideration with police officers too. They see so much all the time. Like they see crazy junk all the time. They come to crazy calls. Just they come to where people just schizophrenic. People will be calm. They have a gun. They be calm, and they and they happy, and, and then they just start getting angry. They go through all these type of things all the time, and people don't really take that into consideration when they talk about police officers. But you got some police officers, bro, that just want to be bullies, and you got some police officers that you really want to be like, bro. If you wasn't in a uniform and we squared up, I would beat you up. <laughs> just real, like real talk. So I mean. But yeah, you're right though, man. This whole it, it just get blown out of proportion, and they control the the people well, by doing another, that. Another another one was everybody. the George Floyd one. It's like when you got a dude who's who has fentanyl in his system, 
when and then there's a story about uh because he was in prison like 10 times one of the times he was in prison it was for uh basically strong arming his way into this woman's house and then his buddies came in after him and they robbed the place while he the woman was pregnant and he held a gun at her stomach while they robbed the place like what do you oh think that gosh. woman thought when they see this dude being made into some icon? Like, what do you think she thought? Yeah, yeah, facts. He right. ain't no icon. That's the truth. That's the truth. I know what you mean. She's that's exactly what she like. He ain't no icon <laughs> for sure. I think, and see, that's a slippery slope too because at the same time, you do got a dude who had his knee on a person's neck for eight minutes, eight nine minutes. So, because at the because you got like. At, at, on, at one end, you like, okay, this dude, we always had this problem with this person, et cetera, et cetera. But you can never cross that board, that line when you or when you are a pu- public service officer, I guess that's what they call. I don't know. I think that's what they call. And when you are in that position, you cannot let that cloud your judgment of I'm still going to um, conduct my service as if this is just right. any other person. I mean, yeah, you got to add in like, okay, this person is capable of these things, but having your knee on somebody's neck for eight minutes, that's just, to me, that's just kind of heartless because it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. Like, you got to like, it's going to be uncomfortable. You got the man in cuffs. I'm pretty sure they had him in cuffs. I don't need to put his my hand on his neck because if he starts trying to run, who can run well with their hands behind their back? Well, I think... Now, that's not to say I don't know what other things was going I on would around think they him. they partially but... had him in the cuffs because they, like, he was on drugs like and when people are on drugs like they can yeah for do, sure for sure some people on drugs can do superhuman things so it's like and i'm yeah. like i'm i agree like officers always need to conduct themselves as if somebody is watching like you know yeah for sure right for, it's integrity that's how you gotta as a man as a person in general it's we talk about being a christian that's how you gotta be at all times for sure but that's just a Christian. Right. That's not but, everybody. And like it goes back to the narrative, like the narratives that get created in society. Like they showed a 20 second clip of George Floyd. If you watch the whole like couple minute video, you get a very different impression of what actually happened in that scenario. And I, I don't even think I've yeah, seen the wa- full video. Because I think for the first couple of months, they didn't even. They yeah, the reason the, the person, the reason it came out is because it got leaked out. They didn't want it out. And that's crazy. They should have put it out. Well, they were never going to be that honest. But... <laughs> right, right. Let's get let's get down to the last the last topic real quick. Living in a narrative driven society. Now, I think I want to kind of attack this on the Christian perspective. Um, living in a narrative driven society is when you. Start realizing, like, I have to go to the secret place with the Lord. I have to have him in my thoughts and my mind 24-7. When you live in a narrative-driven society and you get sucked up into narratives, it's really hard to allow yourself to go into the secret place with the Lord. Because since you're so strong in on narrative-driven things or earthly things, you're not going to want to give those things up the more you get deeper in the Lord because everyone, when you get deeper in the Lord, everyone knows I'm going to have to get, start giving up things of my own, myself. I have to let him be the leader of my life. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And um, being around those people, they can really start 
persecuting you for believing that way. And the first people that do it is, is well, for me, was my friends and my family. Um, Really just, I mean, the one that hurt me the most, man, I just, just saying, speaking in front of my nieces and nephews, just saying that I talk about God too much. I mean, that that hurt me to the core because I'm like, I'm like, you're messing up my nieces and nephews mindset about God. You thinking that it has to be, it, it can be a, a such thing as too much. Now you putting in this young seven-year-old's head, se, se, that's the the oldest they is, seven-year-old head that you can talk about God too much. And now they never gonna, you know, now if, if that lingers with them and that stays with them, God forbid, they always gonna, they never gonna even understand that you can go so far with God. They always gonna be trying to have God on a leash and dip in and dip out with the world. I mean, I don't know, man. Really hard. It's really hard living in, in this narrative-driven society. The more I keep giving to the Lord, really, really hard. But I have to take myself back from right. all these worldly things. And I was just thinking of an, an example of, like, a narrative. Okay, you know how there's a big push for, like, to make minimum wage $15 an hour, right? That yeah. goes with the assumption that having a minimum wage at all is the way is the best way to go when the minimum wage was first implemented to actually um, stop blacks from being hired as construction workers in the South because they would accept less money than the whites to get a job, but they would get the job and the, the other people wouldn't right, get the facts, job at facts. all. So that, that was actually a racist, wow. like, uh, what, ideology that they put in place to screw over the black people and i can see that and i and i think a lot of i think a lot of people have the issue where they like well it also you know helped them get the jobs and everything but people don't realize man black people back in the day were some hard workers i mean they just got done from being slaves (laughs) what else they gonna do they were some hard workers they ain't know nothing else to do but work so they was always getting the jobs. They might not have gotten treated well or um, in terms of like publicly or being able to walk on the same street. Not saying that's cool or that's supposed to be a norm or something, but they was hard workers. You couldn't take that from them. Like a man could at least know, like, no, right. I, I go to work for my family. <laughs> I do what I got to do. Um, but I think I think society, when they always talk about this, how they then kept us down and they talk about we have to parade uh black culture i think they also degrade it to a degree when they um don't take in take that type of stuff into consideration like they was hard workers they was grinding they was doing these certain things and they wasn't complaining about it that's the thing they was like hey this how the world is well i gotta get mine for my family i do what i I gotta do what it reminds me of is this uh quote about world war ii that you can bomb a country to you know the ground but if the people in that country know how to rebuild, you've only destroyed them to a certain extent. And I look at the black people the yeah, same exactly. way in the sense of like what slavery did to them was like bombing them to holy hell. Right. But they still had the, the yeah. work ethic and could acquire the knowledge yep. to lift themselves up. But yep. what the, uh, yep civil rights slash uh, welfare society did was it took away 
your like the pride, the self respect, the 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 internal yeah, things exactly that exactly. make something work. They took that away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 they and they try to be like it's white people that did it, but it's just the government in general that did it. The people who the these people behind these societies who did it in general. And I and most rich people can care if you if you take a million dollars from from a rich person a blood let's say you take a million dollars from hillary clinton you think she don't care if you black or white (laughs) not at all she don't care so i mean it's like and people don't take those type of things in consideration like if i walk in a room and somebody looking at me weird because i i'm my my skin color so what that's fine i'm gonna sit up here i'm gonna show you like you was wrong for thinking that because every question you have i'm gonna be loving Everything you say to me, I'm gonna be loving. I'm gonna right. tell you about my king, <laughs> and that's period. I don't have to. Then your conscience can can mess with you. I don't have to be like mm, he look at me so much. I mean, when did we forget about sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me? When did when did <laughs> when did well, that ideology leave? It's also a thing like of I, like <laughs> they want black people to be obsessed with these quote unquote small offenses. Yet ignore you're yeah. aborting our babies at a higher rate than any other group. You're I'm you're saying, you're bro, doing all I'm these saying. things. The education system's trash. Like you have us living in these horrible, yeah. drug riddled, violence riddled neighborhoods. Like, and it's it's not that it's the government's job to give you a place to live or whatever, but you're you've created an in, you've created an environment where to succeed you almost need supernatural abilities because you've destroyed like you you expect a black person to be upset about somebody giving them a weird look but you're not supposed to be upset that they destroyed your family structure yeah bro exactly i agree i agree and those things have the long-term effects not Oh, they called me ugly when I was in school or something like, yeah, that's going to have some effects. But eventually you're going to have to be looking in the mirror and be like, this is the face God gave me. So I'm going to have like, that's how you have to get, bro. You cannot keep in this mindset, like this victim mindset, like, oh, they called me ugly. I'm, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you have to eventually get to a point of maturity to but let again, that kind of stuff go again that goes and, back and to do the what family structure because yeah if a kid at school is a is a jerk Agreed, to you yeah. then you're supposed to have parents who instill yeah. enough self-confidence where like you're you're not going to internalize what some random person says yeah that's absolutely true because my i definitely had parents that when i would tell them like stuff was going on they always would be and reinforce me like hey man like shoot you do what you gotta do you already know you ain't gotta worry about that Etc. Et those type of things. On a certain level, definitely like, agree. You need a parent who's gonna like teach you, like, don't be a punk, like, don't be a sissy. Like, if they call you that, that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, if you don't have that father figure to to um, to reel that in, because I think men more more do that. Be like, bro, why don't care about right. what everybody else got to say? <laughs> it was kind of going to things we were talking about earlier. Um, about how you know the women they not right. naturally driven to do that. Granted, I had a mom like that, but I don't think women are naturally driven to 
naturally be like, you ain't got to care about what everybody got to say. Do it, you know? I don't think, well, well, I think, I think, think that's usually the man's just job. By nature, like, women are receivers. So, and yeah, I should say, by so, nature, like, yeah. they, they, yeah, 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 I think, yeah. take a lot of things in and, like, they'll internalize them, whether, even if they're completely untrue, like, I don't know, that's why they need that, that, that boost, that, you know, reassurance. And, like, it's not it's not a put down. It's it's like that's just who they are. And if you understand your woman or your your girlfriend, your wife, like you know that they need that. You want to provide that for them. Yeah, I think too. I think on on the, an account of men, what do you think the remedy is for men who have? And this is gonna be the last thing. But what do you think the remedy for men who like? need all all this type of um I, I don't know like you the, the simps well they need to they need I don't to know how to describe the simps <laughs> that's the remedy <laughs> how would you what how would you describe a simp in, in a couple words it's a defined simp uh, a man define that wants simp? to be led by a woman like basically that is too cowardly to take his role as the head because you need both, like the the the, and 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 I agree. R- real quick, I will say, if you ask majority of women what kind of man they want, they never gonna tell you they want this feminine, whatever man. They always tend to want a masculine man right. that just knows his role. That be the basic thing about they that they always say they want they want a man a masculine man that knows their role, like. Who and the main, you know, it's more to go into that, but yeah, but um, yeah, like the the simp is like the guy who will uh put all the liberal ideologies in a woman's head and be like, yeah, you go, girl, but like that that's that's setting that woman up for a major (laughs) fall, like that. They're because they're gonna tell them everything they want to hear because that man is actually very insecure in his own manhood. Like he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing. So he's just kind of trying to do his version of what he thinks it is, and it's not. It's it's actually a very cowardly way of going about things because like, and I would say this in general. Like I can see that if you're you shouldn't be afraid of another person. Like in the sense of like. If you can't no, talk, especially like your partner, like that's like at the end yeah. of the day in life, <laughs> situations are going to happen and things are going to be what they're going to be. Like after that, yeah. it's just like talking and noise, like just make it make a decision and that's <laughs> it. Like move on to the next thing, because I think a lot of conflict comes out of people just like wanting to harp on stuff. And it's like, no, we're not doing yeah. that. Like, it's over now. Like, <laughs> I agree. Very well said. All right, man. I think we uh, yeah, should close this one up. Me, man. I think this this was a good one. Yeah, this is a pretty good one. I like it. I like it. All right, y'all. This has been the Truth versus World podcast. Uh, if y'all stayed all the way through, definitely. It's only forty that. minutes. Come on. Um, <laughs> but it. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is a lunch break. All right, y'all. Uh, yep, thank you peace. for tuning in, and uh, God bless.